When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Kogan Money Credit Card, a great value card with rewards and no annual fee. Solvol Liquid Soap, tough on dirt, soft on hands. Find it at Bunnings, hardware stores and supermarkets. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Well, a big pump-up song that we're uh, putting up is, and someone, Joel, off the Temper Tech, says the best song so far. Zach loves this song. Loves it. One of his favourite pieces of music. It is. Zach, you're talking about is the newly appointed uh, captain of the Essendon Footy Club. From an individual playing point of view, 184 games, three Crichton medals, uh, two-time All-Australian. So he's getting the job done there. And now he's at the uh, well. He's at the helm of a club who's trying to re-establish itself as one of the power teams of the competition. And he's been good enough to join us this morning, Zachy. Congratulations. Yeah, morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. The the whole process and the journey to getting here has been an interesting one, and Tim and I have discussed this this morning, but now that we've got you, we can bounce these off you. Do you think, or well, how much better, or how better placed are you to take on this responsibility than perhaps you were three or four years ago when you were initially in that leadership group? Uh, yeah, I think everyone's, everyone's journey is unique and got their own uh, unique spins on things, but... Yeah, for me, I've had it. Yeah, it's been very unique. I think to to captain a few games when I was only twenty, um, when those guys were out with the year off, was a, an amazing experience and exposure to leadership uh, in a small sample size. But um, yeah, in those last six or seven years, being in and out of leadership groups obviously provided some different experiences and different chances to grow and learn. So um, yeah, I mean, at the time, you think you're ready every time, but I think looking back now, I definitely have a lot of things uh, I've improved in those last three years. Hey, Zach, uh, congratulations. What do you think makes a good, great leader? Yeah, I think uh, I always probably searched and was curious to learn what that is. I think I've sort of come to the conclusion now that you know, everyone's belief uh, is shaped off their experiences growing up, what they think is a, is a good leader. And, um, I'm certainly not here to try and be everyone's perfect leader. I know that people are going to enjoy different things about me, but also enjoy aspects of, of different guys' leadership models or their values. So... Uh, yeah, for me, I'm not trying to be perfect. Definitely aren't. But I think with the, the group we have and the, the emerging guys, um, I think we cover off on most guys across the group. I told a story about you earlier this morning, Zach. I hope you didn't mind. Um, I said the time that I just sent you that text message about uh, Steph Curry, the podcast, and you sent back a message and a, a full page of notes that you'd already taken having listened to it. And I was just making the point about you know, how meticulous you are in terms of the way that you plan, the way that you prepare yourself, but the way that you want to improve and you've got this great curiosity about what makes people great in terms of the way they play or the way they lead. Is that something that you've always had inside of you since the day you started playing the game? Yeah, I think I've always had it individually. I think the challenge for me was, I think I just thought naively that if I did that, that everyone would just do the same thing. Um, it's probably taken me time, experiences, uh, conversations to understand that, you know, people do it differently and people can succeed doing it differently. They don't have to all be the same as my personality type and um, have the obsessiveness that I have for the game. So uh, that's taken time to learn. Uh, I'm still learning, definitely, but uh, I think I'm, as you said, much better place now 
to understand those people and how they go about it, uh, whilst also still being able to do do it how I want to do it and uh, make sure I still get the best out of myself on the field as well. Talking to Zach Merritt, uh, newly named captain at Essendon. Uh, one of the other things you talked about was the defensive mindset of you and the team and you know what Brad Scott is bringing to the team. And we talked about this before too, about you know the balance of you know what you do, which is great as an offensive player and the defensive side of it. Do you think that's going to take a little bit of fine-tuning to arrive at the right balance and the right measurement? Yeah, it certainly certainly might be perfect. I think we're you know, as a team and a system we're all evolve. Um, I think round one will look different to probably round six and then round twelve and onwards. So we've certainly got to keep evolving and adjusting uh, as we get more feedback from playing oppositions. Then individually, I think yeah, you want to set the tone. I think offensively it comes pretty natural to to most guys in the comp. Hence why obviously the draft. I think you know, the defensive decisions, the consistency of it is quite hard, um, and it has to be done so consistently at training and, and in game. So. Yeah, I want to obviously improve that for the, for the group. Uh, won't be perfect. I'm sure there's going to be moments if you freeze frame or behind the goal, you can't hide anymore. So I'm sure there's going to be moments that aren't perfect. But for me, it's about doing it consistently and you know, hopefully trying to set the, the example for all of our players, especially our young guys, that this is the way we want to do it moving forward. Have you been too abrupt in the past, Zach? Have you been too confronting? It's a, it's a fine line. This is one of the challenges of leadership is you know, knowing how to address teammates. You know, some can handle a a straight up sort of spray. Others need it to be, you know, you know, wrapped in cotton wool. I mean, have you had some issues in that in the past? Uh, I think probably the the one that I didn't realise at the time. Again, I was probably naive, but the fact that I, I felt like I was just so you know disciplined and focused on what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve that I probably didn't smile a lot. I probably was just there working hard and focused on what I wanted to do. I didn't really take in or think there was a need to be everyone's mate, and then probably I did give that feedback. It, it probably came across a bit intimidating, um, not that it was meant to be, but I just felt like if I was doing the work, they, they'd have to be doing the work as well, and if they weren't, that I'd give them that feedback. So, again, it's something I'm still learning to to do well, and um, you know, I've obviously been able to watch Stice and the way he goes about it, which is quite different, so it's been a, been a good role model in that space as well. What about the relationship with the coach, uh, the captain and coach relationship, and, you know, the, the, and how challenging is it to be able to identify something that's going wrong and you hope that the coaching group can fix it and make the alteration. And, you know, the talk last year that there was a delegation of people of which your name's mentioned that had to go to the coach and say, look, listen, it's not working and we need to change. I mean, where's the balance in letting a coaching group coach, but also then taking responsibility for what's going on outside on the, on the actual playing deck? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty hard to sort of probably divide into uh, percentages of what um, goes into all that. I think, Obviously, we absolutely have a responsibility as players to, to execute, um, but we're also there, I think, as leaders to to give information from the playing group upwards and then obviously from the coaches downwards to the players. So uh, I think there's a key role in you know, being really clear with our communication. Obviously, Brad's only just walked in the door, so we've got got to, need to build that relationship over time. But you know, he's been super impressive um, since coming in and been very open um, and very keen to get the players' thoughts and ensuring that, as I said before, we'll evolve together. Um, that's sort of the exciting part, and I'm sure that, as I said, we'll uh, be playing different as the year goes on, depending on opposition and how, uh, how quickly we come on as a team. What's different about this incident with uh, Brad Scott? Yeah, it's, it's unique. I mean, we had so much turnover and change um, over the off-season. It feels like with so many new people, um, fresh ideas, um, and just a freshness of energy probably across the, the whole place, which has been... Yeah, really, really exciting, um, but also realistic. With you know, every everyone probably thinks they're flying this time of year, so 
Uh, we're just keen, I guess, to obviously ramp up our defensive um, consistency. I think in the last three to five years, we've been in the bottom four most years. So I understand that's a, a massive area of improvement that we need to if we're going to be playing in big games more consistently. So um, I'm sure it won't happen round one, but I'm confident the way that we're learning and, and training and um, putting our development program in place that it should come on reasonably quickly. Who's flying on the track? It's hard when you look around. We've got so many young, uh, talented players that it feels like they can have big weeks or big training sessions of big growth. Um, but probably Sam Durham, Nick Martin, the two guys I think that have really exploded. And then uh, John Menzi as well as a small half forward. Mid-season last year has come up as a real surprise packet. So they're three that are, I think jumped ahead of the pack a little bit. Can you see Sam Wiedemann and uh, Peter Wright playing alongside each other in the same forward line? Yeah, I hope so. I think they're. Um, I think you look at the best teams at the moment. You sort of need two, if not two and a half, of those big guys. Um, you know, obviously the probably the hardest role in footy at the moment is as the key forward, with teams' ability to get numbers behind the ball. So, um, yeah, ideally we'd love to have both of them up fit and firing. And um, I think they're both, although big guys, I think they play in a very different way. Um, you know, Sam's a great lead-up player, and, and Pete's probably a better one-on-one mark. So, they had a different dynamic, which would be uh, great for us coming inside fifty. What's Jake Stringer's got some frustrations again. What, what's your take on Jake? There's a lot of outside uh, opinion and discussion and debate. Yeah, does he work hard? Is he fitting all those different things, which you know, tend to happen if you keep sort of coming up a bit short and injuries and those sorts of things. What, what's your response and what's your message for the footy public on in regards to Jake? Yeah, I mean, I think every every body type, every personality is clearly so different. Um, and Jake, again, is a different to everyone else. So for us, we just wanted to be a super powerful player. I think he's probably trying to be a bit, bit fitter, a bit more rugby class. I think this year he'll get back to being that explosive player. I think there's only probably him, Dugowie, Petrarca, only probably a few more that are that explosive, powerful players that have massive influences on games. So um, for us, he hopefully can get back to that type of player out of the goal square and you know, have, have big influences for the centre, which is such a damaging option for us. Hopefully give, gives headaches to opposition uh, when he's fit and going. Talking to Zach Merritt, uh, new skipper at Essendon. We talked about that podcast that you listened to with Steph Curry. Was there one thing that just stood out in your mind in that interview that you took away that Steph Curry had to say about his preparation? Uh, I think a few things. I think the main one was about his efficiencies. I think he... He's, uh, you know, he's always, he was a good player, but I think he's now at that age where he's just so efficient with everything he does, whether it be running, shooting, or passing the ball. There's a real efficiency to it uh, from an individual point. And then the second point, I think, is around his, his probably cheekiness and um, the childlike you know, humour and funness he brings to their group. I think relaxes all his teammates around him to better play to their strengths and to their, their potential. So um, certainly something I've... Want to try and bring it's obviously a hard balance, but if you can you know, get guys pushing in, driving standards, but also having fun doing it, um, hopefully that results in guys playing their best footy. What's a good game look like for you? How do you judge and uh, rate yourself after a game of footy? What, so we sit down and you say, Well, this is something, this is a game where I'm satisfied with. What are the measurements? Uh, normally when we win, but um, <laughs> no, obviously we, we go through. Individual reviews weekly or, or monthly um, with my coach. So um, for me, it's trying to be yeah, extremely well-rounded, which there's never a perfect balance and every game gives you different things. But um, yeah, for me, it's trying to be really well-balanced, make good decisions and um, you know, make sure, I think that normally with the footy in hand, I think someone black at it for about 30 seconds in that grand final is the North Smith. So there's a lot of time 
you don't have the footy. So a lot of decisions are made off ball that probably most people don't recognise or see. But that 119 minutes of footy is where I spend most of my energy and time making really good decisions off the ball. And Zach, do you think Essendon have got a deep enough midfield now to challenge the best in the competition? Uh, I think we've sort of always had a pretty deep midfield. I think um, we're still working through what the dynamic looks like. I think Will Setterfield's brought in a different dimension to what we've had in the past, which which is really exciting. Um, a bit taller, really good inside player, um, which is which is great. Um, and then to have, I think Shearley back to full fitness and, and Parrish at full fitness. Um, we've got some you know, some really good good players. I think are ready to you know perform and play some really consistent footy. But then we've also got you know, four or five younger players that. We'd love to get exposure to as well with Perkins and um, you know, Elijah when he gets back and healthy, um, Joy Caldwell. So still working through that mix, but there's definitely depth there. But you also um, don't want to muck around with it too much. Elijah, he was only there for a short time before he got injured. Uh, did you like what you saw? Yeah, I mean, we obviously had a lot of uh, high picks come to the door. It's hard to, to push others aside, but I think you know instantly um, in the first few sessions and Elijah had that. That effect on a lot of people, I think. The way he moves moves with the ball and, and through stoppages was pretty special. So um, it was a bit of a shame he went down early, but no doubt he's going to have a very, very successful long career uh, when he's back and healthy. Good to talk to you, Zach. Good luck. Uh, we've got the big Essendon Family Day on the morning of the Saturday, March 4. It's at the Hangar, so get down there. It's the first one since 2020 because of uh, the whole COVID situation. So um, I'm sure there'll be a stack of Bomber fans down there, and we wish you well for the year ahead. Thanks, guys. Cheers. So Thanks, Eric. The new captain of the Essendon Football Club, Wispy, and um, strongly endorsed by uh, most of our listening audience anyway. Who, or on the messages that I'm seeing come through, they're pretty excited about the fact. Straight shooter. A straight shooter he is. Uh, Steph Curry podcast. I think it was all the smoke, the Steph Curry podcast. Well, that's also the other one. that The Charles Barkley one. Too. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people have been asking about that. Um, right now, let's take a break. Oh four double three nine eight eleven sixteen. The temper text's flying. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. We'll throw the lines open. It's questions without notice too, isn't it? It is indeed.